Welcome back. This is the After 5 Podcast, brought to you by After 5 Media. Because, you know, we are actually a business. And we're growing. We're growing. Growing the media company. A lot of you don't know that we have the media company. And somebody reached out and made the point like, hey, you guys are, you know... You guys are a company. You guys are doing business. The podcast is produced by the show. Why aren't you announcing it as such? So there you fucking have it. There you go. Felt like it was time. The time is now. So episode 54, 54, I think. Yeah. Pretty sure if you haven't already um, go and listen to episode 53. Um, it's ridiculous. I don't even know how we got that dude on the show. <laughs> Why he even agreed to a podcast? But Papa Giorgio, yeah, Papa Giorgio, he um, he's out there doing his thing tonight somewhere. We've got a infant in the office with us tonight. Um, I guess he's eight weeks old. Yeah, he's eight week old. Baby Rambo. Yeah, a couple weeks ago, we were talking about getting the new puppy, and here he is. He's already fucking shit up. Like he's, he's well, literally uh, he's he? fucking shit up right now. So welcome, baby Rambo. Yo, he's trying to get comfortable in this awesome basket your wife bought him. Yeah, so he's upside down right now. He's literally ass up, flipped upside down. <laughs> I, he, he's in a basket. He's I can only trying see to get him comfortable in the reflection of the window. It's ridiculous. It's a good dog. He might though. fall out. He, he had is a, super obedient for how young he is. He had a, he, he had a, it was a, <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> there he goes. He's out full yard sale. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, we picked him up from my sister's house on Saturday, drove back Sunday. He had a full work day on Monday. It was like, I think he worked from seven to seven. Like he had a full 12 hour day. Now, he, now I will say he probably slept most of the time. Yeah, he's been good. I mean, he's good in the truck. He was good in the car ride up. Uh, he's only had, you know, maybe three accidents in, inside buildings. So, he's cute. Yeah. Definitely cute. Introduced so. him to a couple new homeowners already. Like, yeah. Yo, this dog's going to be here whether you like it or not. Yeah. It's kind of, yeah. I mean, he's a golden retriever, and he's only like 15 pounds. He's this big fluffy ball. Like if yeah. you if you got mad at him, I, I could argue you got some problems that yeah. you need to talk to a therapist. A-hole. Yeah, yeah. M- you might be uncurable. If you were a therapist, would you would you have a puppy in the room? Like that's people just like grab the dog and just probably, start petting it. Probably not, just because. Um, not a very good therapist. Just, it, yeah, it would be a distraction from coping with your actual problems. You'd just be like, "Oh, look at this cute puppy." Yeah, and then you just be like, I don't remember the sad thing that I was thinking about that led me to be here. So I forget what we were talking about because of this puppy. All right, here. well, your time's up. Come back next week. Yeah, all right, time's up. Ching, ching. So you could actually do if you were a therapist, you could do a quick money grab operation, That's bring some saying. puppies in. Yep, always looking to scheme over here. It's a puppy. <clears throat> I mean, well, we are in the Ponzi office. We, we have an announcement. Yeah, Ponzi headquarters is closing. We are upgrading. Into a more formal studio, office studio. Office, office studio. It's actually going to be a studio rather than a couple tables thrown into a room. With some fancy microphones. 
It's yeah. honestly like so. It'd be interesting to hear what the podcast sounds like when it's actually set up in a studio in a room when Gilmar has it all like audio fucked up. Yeah, yeah. And if you don't he, know who Gilmar is, you're probably gonna get to know him a little more. But he's basically the producer of the show. Yeah, Gilmar. He's, he's all photo producer other than our story content on most of the social media platforms like he is if, you, if you're like oh man jonathan and andrew do such a good job making themselves look good and their guys look good and ryan looking good it's not us actually yeah it's gilmore it's gilmore it's so gilmore. shout out to that so yeah big so news, we got a puppy we got a new office we just told everybody the truth about gilmore gilmore he's actually we had quite the experience on the on the on the tactical strike down south to grab the puppy, the puppy grab. Did I? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if we had the experience as m- so much as I had the experience. Oh, I was there as uncle on board, experiencing. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, so you know, we we went down to visit John's family, and you know, we saw everybody. We saw his sister. You know, his brother-in-law, the kids. We saw grandma. I Did, held we, grandma. We didn't? Okay. I held grandma. It, you know, she's in his she's hand. a great-looking woman. You know, she's shiny. He pet grandma. I pet grandma. Rubbed grandma. I rubbed grandma. I tossed grandma to John. Yep. I rubbed grandma. I tried to make, I tried to make Ariel hold grandma as well, but... Nobody, nobody was biting but me and John, and I kind of like made John hold Grandma. It, it, it was, it's weird. It, <laughs> like I'm not my when my grandma died. So no, 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 hold the phone. People are probably picturing us right now, like holding holding, an, uh, holding an urn or an old yeah. lady tossing it back and forth. So either you, you either you're really, really ridiculous and messed up in the head, and you think I'm throwing an old babushka across the living room at John's sister's house. Or you thought we were throwing an urn like a football. Yeah, like that would be the traditional route. Urn, ashes in the urn. Everybody, No, they made fucking globes out yeah, of grandma. It's better to be explained as a sphere. It's a, crystal, a it's clear a goddamn crystal sphere. paperweight. And it looks... <laughs> <laughs> they turned grandma into a paperweight. <laughs> oh, that is so fucked up. It's a fucking paperweight. So paperweight grandma got tossed around the living room. And I had a good laugh. So John's sister goes over to the mantle and grabs this thing. And she's like, John, do you know what this is? And John's face was just like utter, like, I cannot participate in what is about to happen. And she's like, here, do you want to hold this? And I was like, well, what am I being set up here for? And then they told me what it was. I looked at John and I said, John, I can't. I can't pass this opportunity up. I got to hold your grandmother. I can't wait for your permission. <laughs> Grab the sphere. <laughs> and then I had John's grandma all in my hands, like the whole world. But it looks, it's, um, it's, uh, about, you know, weighs a couple, couple it's, pounds. It, it's a paperweight. I yeah, mean, it weighs if like you think of a, pounds. a round ceramic or glass, no, it round was, glass paperweight. Like a, I mean, the only other weirder thing they could have done is like make it a snow globe. So you could shake grandma and the grandma's ashes would rain down <laughs> on the village. <laughs> like <laughs> that'd be, so we'll get into that in a second, but the inside of the sphere is like these blue, I guess you can pick what colors you want, like infused into the sphere. So it looks like they were spinning the sphere. They shot these colors into it. So it spun this like galaxy like object 
And then if you look at the galaxy-like object, there's like these ash-like sedimentary pieces all strewn across the galaxy of the sphere. <laughs> so it's like everybody at the funeral apparently got to take a piece of grandma home. And John was absolutely not taking his I was, piece I home. Not, but I, I, I've got reason to believe that John's parents have grandma in their possession. Um, so we're going to do what we can to get grandma home. And I'm going <laughs> you to... You better start a fucking GoFundMe page. I'm going to go... Bring grandma home. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask them to, sh- you know... If it fits, it ships, dude. Grandma can fly home <laughs> for a low, low flat rate with the U.S. Postal Service. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we could bring Grandma home for like Grandma nine, breaks for like, like nineteen. Spirits come out, dude. Grandma's not gonna break. That That's a rock. Yeah, it was a. <laughs> you could launch that sucker in like a trebuchet, and it would go right through something. I think it's odd that your like go to launching apparatus is a trebuchet, dude. It's the most powerful of all time. Why can't you just throw the? <laughs> Why do you have to go and like build? So you could like take down fucking castles, dude. <laughs> no, first off, where do you know? You like where would you go get a trebuchet? I'd go to England. They gotta be there still. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What if, what if well, we go to the job the site? you just think the British have trebuchets? That's, that's kind of prejudice. One of our guys, Ryan, you know Ryan, who's on the podcast, he built a bike ramp for one of the kids. What if we oh, go back and, like, he builds, like, a trebuchet for the next kid? Like, just keeps upping the antes? Yeah, we can't say that young man's po- name on the podcast because he is a minor. But uh, he followed me on Instagram. Oh, yeah, dude. So I had to, like... What should we do with man? So this youngster, we're we're down dealing with holding grandma and burping puppies and things like that. And the next thing you know, I I don't even ever really look at that stuff, but I just happened to notice like who had followed me that day, and um, like here I am, this big I'm this important social media guy. I got three thousand followers, <laughs> but apparently a couple people followed me that day, and I looked at the name and I was like, wait a minute, and I looked at his p- profile picture and I was like. This kid's way too young to be following this profile, so what do you got going? Yo, hand me this cord. You're just beasting it out, dude. So, got the whole grandma. Yo, I got the, back to Rambo, I have the original sassy. Yeah, but the bike ramp. That kid got, the kid the, oh, yeah. with the bike ramp launched, Ryan made, that's what we were talking about. Yeah, yeah. We had a moment there. But, uh. Honestly, I looked down. There was a cute puppy on the ground, and I had a momentary lapse of concentration. But Ryan <laughs> built this kid a bike jump to Mars. Like, if they were worried about what trajectory they needed to get him off the ground, he's getting off the ground no matter what. So we'll stay tuned for that. And that was that. that's what happened last week. It's a big week. So, so we did bicycle jump. We went and got a puppy. What are you showing me? <laughs> I'm going to show you the original Sassy. I just had to find her. Are you going to show me the right pup? Here. The pup's this, mom. This is with the inspiration of my sister getting a golden retriever, which then led to Rambo. Oh. So you have entered the past of John Thomas, where I grew up as a young, a young lad. Oh, in this house? On the hill overlooking the town. And there it is. Young lad Johnny up top, sister down low with the dog. Oh wow, what's that dog's name? They st- we stole the dog from the neighbor. Name the dog's name is Sassy. 
the dog, so the dog would come to our house. It would run up the hill from down below, and my dad would throw rocks at it. Like, go away, dog. Like, he didn't, he didn't want a dog around. You know what I mean? He's like, he's like this neighbor's dog's coming. He's like, go away. So he, he kept throwing rocks at it. The dog would then bring the rocks back. <laughs> and one day, there was like 20 ro- rocks on the deck. And it was the exact rocks that he threw. Like, the dog was unbelievable. And, uh, dude, I had that same Jeep. Dude, we went down the hill. The power, the, Jeep. the power wheels Jeep. Hell yeah. We went yeah. down this hill. Like, my brother and I would always make the tactical mistake of going too far and then having to push it back. Yeah, so, like, we lived up and we you had to go all the way down this, like, steep ass road and then, like, it inter- it exited over here. Yeah, are you flexing in this picture? Yeah, dude, that, that's a strong job. Yeah, that's that's awesome. That's funny. So, we did we did the darn thing when we came back uh, Sunday. A little quick little trip. Turned it around. That was great. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so we also are shutting down the office, shutting down the Ponzi headquarters. This was our first office. It was uh, short-lived. We almost made it a year. Did we make it a year? Not quite. We didn't no, make it a year. didn't quite make it a year. Unfortunately, things, you know, weren't doing so well. They were doing great. They're doing and better than, than, than so not so well. We doing better than not so well. <laughs> Listen to this. We guy. wanted to buy a compound, we, and that became very difficult. Yeah, so the, the, the compound buying, to take you on a little bit of a journey here, we, we tried to couple... Buy a couple properties, get a couple businesses started this year that just didn't, you know, play out in 2020. Um, a coffee shop, a couple different, you know, retail things and whatnot. And, you know, we were disappointed at the time, and that's what happens. Um, but you always try and, you know, stay on, on course and look towards the future. And, you know, I, I'm getting better and better at least at trying to tell myself, like, hey, you know, this thing didn't work out. That sucks, you know, but you don't know what would have happened in three months. So, like, the beginning of 2020, you know, we were supposed to do a project that we casually left on. And then the coronavirus happened. And luckily we did. Maybe. We don't know. But it could have, you know provided us maybe some protection there were reassurance when things were super crazy so like sometimes we you know you look back and you're like oof dodged a bullet so you can't always you know we try not to drag things on too too long right. around here but the opportunity arose where we could get ourselves an actual like podcast studio yeah so yeah we're excited about that yeah so we're gonna we're gonna expand the square footage we have by at least triple yeah we're tripling our office probably yeah, between everything so that'll be cool to see how that'll go chairs wall paint a little bit more permanence you look at this room and you're like dude do these guys even hang up a picture we just no we just threw everything up yeah we have a th- we have a tacked up flag that's hung properly some things on the walls some whiteboards but it was kind of always like the the apartment that you were kind of not sure if you were going to get evicted from yeah for sure straight up the people that we rent this from, Barb's. The Barb's? I've crossed them. I've crossed one of them my entire life. So <laughs> We crossed them day one. They're like, hey, guys, you get, you really need to keep it down in there. You guys need to keep it down in there. So we're like, all right, we'll make noise after five. And then, Hello, strange man. <laughs> Hello, strange man walking down the hallway. No, nah, he didn't. 
Dude, how can people walk by the door and not look at the puppy? Not a single, not a single person in our. So we're in an office building, and there was a lot of people back in the building today. No, it, traffic's been low this year because of obvious people working from home. Multiple people have seen this puppy through the window, and not a single person have been like, "Eh." He just did it again. Walked by, no puppy. Whatever. You know what though? Should. We should probably call the cops. Not because we got a random dude walking in the hallway. That's not what I'm worried about. We can take care of that. But we should have. A, we should worry about a man who walks past a puppy. <laughs> doesn't stop. You're a psycho. That's true. What else happened this week? Hmm. Well, I mean, we got the inauguration tomorrow. Yep, 12 o'clock. Right? Yep. So... That'll be exciting. I think it's going to be extremely anticlimactic. I think so too. I, I think so. it's going to be Let's like they're they, unless our military knows something we don't know. I don't like they have so many you know national guardsmen stationed at like state capitals and um the you know Washington D.C. like the actual yeah. national capital and. Like, I saw pictures from the Michigan State Capitol and a couple other places that I was just like, yeah. This has kind of gotten a little out of hand. Do you think that when they are deployed, I guess, to the, in this period, does it count for their, like, do their time per year that they serve? Or two weeks a year? Or two weeks a year. Is this their two weeks a year? No, I think this counts as, um, like, action, du- like, duty pay. Yeah. That would so, really suck if, like, so all of them will be getting like. What if we had a construction <laughs> business when all of our guys, like our good guys, were National Guard, and then they just got deployed, and then we're like, ah, oh, well, I guess we're just not going to build houses right now. How does that work? That's how it works, dude. Yeah, you have, you can't like you're yeah. you can't you fire them. You can't not go. To, yeah, if, I I actually think you can get in trouble if you. Oh fire. no, definitely big lawsuit. Yeah, big time. I don't even think it's a lawsuit. I think like the fucking army comes after you. <laughs> Immediate death. <laughs> no, no, I think I I don't know for sure what the procedures are in that. It's not really worth getting into, but I yeah. think they'll probably at least give a phone call. Be like, hey, asshole. Yeah. You just fired one of my soldiers. You know that, right? Yep. But unless he's doing him a favor, because not all bad things sometimes we just got into this. It's a bunch of full circle there, layers. Not all bad things are good. Like, not all bad things are bad. Not all bad things are bad. Bad things can lead to good opportunities sometimes. Right? Sometimes yeah. you know you leave a job, you think it's fucking world's over. Next thing you got a better job. There you go. Right. Sometimes it doesn't work like that though. No. Well, I mean, that's never happened to me. That scenario. So what, I, that I just made that whole thing up about the job thing. Yeah, usually my scenarios are like somewhat based in fact. Yeah, we were sitting in my. Uh, family's house this weekend and uh my brother-in-law was asking andrew like what jobs he's had and andrew's like i'm pretty sure i've never had a boss before yeah he was blown away he was like in in summary that's not exactly what i said but like in (laughs) though he was just asking about like what i've done i was just in like that's a fact i've never really had like a boss in the traditional sense except for um mark masso who was on here yeah, like, that's true, like in the restaurant business, but yeah. So he, uh, yeah, it was kind of interesting when you talk to people about that. They always think it's like, um, 
they they're it they we, they look at it as like a badge of honor. I look at it as like what I did. Um, right. In hindsight, I definitely I tell a lot of people don't start a business like don't start a business. I was always just doing the just doing hustling and doing doing, stuff. doing random things and um I just didn't play play nicely with authority for a long time. And the fact of the matter is I think you're a lot more better a lot more better off gooder. <laughs> you hear me just go down with that. Word. You're you're m- you're it. much better off um linking up with like a group of people that are either where you want to go in life so you can learn from them um or going someplace that you can, you know, leverage off of or educationally or relationships or something like that. When you start out as a kid by yourself, like thinking you know everything, it's an uphill battle the whole first seven years of your life in business. So I see I've 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 had the privilege of observing other people set up their businesses and things go a lot a lot differently for people when they already have a little bit of time to mature as individuals and know kind of how they respond to, you know, responsibility and things like that. And, um, you know, being around people affords like some sort of psychic income where you can kind of learn from other people and be around other people. It, it helps you move faster as an, as an individual. So he was like, you know, very taken aback by it and like impressed by it. But like, I think if we had actually, you know, had an opportunity to get into a conversation, well, he was like impressed by it in like a negative way. He was kind of like a, the way he looked at me was like very like, I'm mad at you for yeah. that. Like, and I'm like, dude, I don't know why you're looking at me like with this envy because like it was a fucking struggle the whole way. Yeah, all you're seeing, all you're seeing is me pulling up in like a relatively nice car, buying a puppy and like, having a good life is what you're seeing. Like you're not, you don't see, like I kind of get mad at people that don't see or appreciate or understand like the misery that went behind all of those years yeah, in terms of business. Yeah. I think people don't see the struggle. And then you also have to remember that everybody's a human being. Yeah. Right. And, and every human being has the same drive inside of them. If they can tap into it. Right. Mm-hmm. You can, everyone can figure out how to tap and people are tapping into their stuff differently. Um, and so, like, when you put sports people up on pedestals and stuff and, and you expect them to be perfect, it's like, no, let's let's make them humans that are really good at what they do, right? Yeah. So just if you're listening out there, like, business is a struggle, things are hard, but, like, you have the ability to do it because other people have done it, right? They know, like, they're in the same position you are, maybe different circumstances, but the feeling's the same the the drive is the same and it's just basically just pushing through and sh- in i guess making the suffer real and yeah and we should that we should, that's what we should be teaching our kids like people that are very successful it's not like they're unreachable they're all humans and we just need to remember that so you know <clears throat> but i think that's hard to a hard thing to communicate yeah so the conversation you know we we're all sitting around and he was like meh like blah blah blah. Like, well, like, who'd you work for before you partnered with John? I was like, who that's was your, who was your was, boss yeah. or something? He said something like, who was your boss or like, what was like insinuated that I work for somebody? And I'm like, uh, I was like, it was just me. Like, I was like, I was like a business by myself or with like my brother. Like, mm-hmm. I was just off doing, you know, gunning my ways, doing my thing, cowboying it up, and um, doing pretty much the same thing but different. And 
He was like, well, what'd you do with all your equipment? And I was like, well, what do you mean? And I'm just, it's construction it. business. And he was like, oh. And I was like, all right. And then that was the extent of the conversation. But I, I was thinking about it later that night. And I'm like, why did you look at me kind of like that? And then I was like, people think there's just it's just all sunshine and roses. Sunshine and roses. But yeah. It's all good. One thing I will say, though, I like to go on Jumpstarter and, like, promote those businesses that, like, are trying to, like, invent some shit, solve some problems that maybe they don't need to be solved. And I found this gem of a product that I'm selling uh, I'm selling to you with zero. I'm not getting any sponsorship from this. I showed it to John earlier, and it's the most legit thing that I've seen in a while. The couch console. It's a self-balancing cup holder, snack holder, phone stand, charging dock, remote tray, and a little storage pocket thing. Like this little modular pack. Go just go on Kickstarter. Yeah, and not not jump starter. Kickstarter. Kickstarter. Kickstarter, yeah. This is interesting though. It says <laughs> I'm reading it. Yeah. Let's yeah, <laughs> put it up there for if you see on the video. It goes it goes, um No, scroll up to the top. It's like fifteen thousand dollars was their goal. Mm-hmm. They've raised one point seven million. Yeah. I think they can start making these now. Yeah, scroll all the way up to the top though. Look at look at Kickstarter's uh-huh. letters are in black and it's hashtag Black Lives Matter. Click on that for me. What is that all about? Our commitment to support black lives and creative work. Huh. Oh, boy. I guess it's written by, look at the author. Look at the author. Aziz Hassan. Let's click on that, dude. Let's see. Why, who, let's why see who do this companies guy have to get political? Can't they just, like, <clears throat> stand on their own? Like, why do well, they? so here's, here's the catch-22 with this that, you know, we'll always dive deep here with me. You know how things go. But the Catch-22, oh, he's the interim CEO. Mm. The Catch-22 with corporations having comments and, and positions on things like this, right? It it comes off very positive on the surface. You have an organization that's taking a stand against racism. Noble, right? A noble cause. A noble cause, right? But at the same time, when corporations start throwing their their stances into the, the hat, you know, they they have more money than people do as individuals. Like a corporation has the ability to to throw together resources that you as an individual will never be able to throw together. So like you don't want them bullying their way into a situation that you can't have a say in. And we have that happening a lot right now. This is pretty legit. So getting back to the point, like you you really need to think about like when corporations are canceling politicians and corporations are you know, saying how they feel, whether it's for Trump or for not for Trump. Like, there, there's no need to take your business into, like, what is citizen to citizen because it's, like, yeah. an unfair – it's unfair. Like, what, it, what, yeah. if, what if I took my financial resources and just, like, beat you down every time we had to have a conversation about a legitimate topic? 
So, like, when something like this comes off as positive, like, next thing you know, Kickstarter is throwing their financial resources into something that you don't agree with that could actually be potentially harmful for a lot of people. Like, what are you going to say then? So, it's like, I really think we should stop, like, um, praising. Struggling with the word there. I was looking, praising these companies for this behavior. We kind of be like, look, guys, like, let 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 the men and Manu Imano kind of talk about this. Like, let's not to get the whole, like, it's kind of like a gang of people. Like you're you trying mean, to have a conversation with like, you're it's like, say you're fighting with your girlfriend, right? Awesome. You, and next thing you know, you got the whole fucking neighborhood on her side fighting with you and you can't get your point across anymore. Mm-hmm. That's like the perfect analogy. It's, yeah. it's like, you can't, you're trying to have a fair and balanced conversation with one individual one-on-one and these corporations are th- gang getting all their money together and they're coming with the whole neighborhood and then they're like interrupting a conversation that's what's happening so like right here it's like black Lives matters is a positive thing on paper but like if it gets out of hand in the future like this this trend of like companies taking up stances on things regardless of what the stance is it did just should like just sell your product. Let be good at what get, be good at what problems you solve and stay in your fucking lane. Yeah, I. That's how I feel. At least. Yeah, because you may be part of that organization that doesn't necessarily like believe what they believe. Yeah, regardless of what the cause is, and then you're in a, like a weird spot. That's why I don't know where it started and why companies have to come out and can you know they had to condone stuff or whatever. What probably happens like it's lobbying and like incentive. Obvi- it's everybody works but, but on like, incentives. Obviously, politicians come out and say stuff because that's what they do, and they have to put their opinion out there, right? Because they're cause that's they're what they're there for. That's what they're there for. Like I don't. I really hope that companies can go back to just being neutral and just doing their business and like in in in, if the ceo or the board members and again they're coming at it from a completely different perspective you know whether they have a ton of resources like you know unless they're very versed in what they're talking about you know a lot of these guys are just saying it just so like it it looks good so they don't get canceled and uh agree i have two 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 things to like to like bounce off of that like the when you accept corporate participation in politics you effectively hand over the power from the people to the few people with the most power you accidentally create like a a socialist like capitalistic system like it like well yeah like it could go a couple different whatever the government formation is whoever Whatever, if it's capitalist, if it's communist, like fascist, like whatever you're doing, like the way we're behaving with this stuff right now is like we're giving all of the power to the company to very few people that have already have all the money. Like it's like what dangerous and, and nobody's really thinking that through. And then the other thing I was like thinking a lot about was I think that was a quote from somebody. I don't want to act like that's some some idea that I hadn't fucking said that. Um, but the one idea I did have was. Like, you don't want to have, and I guess this is what we'll end the podcast with. For 2021, like, your your ultimate goal and what I think we can all do as citizens and, like, members of this country is, like, stop dividing, like, on everything. It's not just the red and the blue. Like, we're, we're allowing, your, like, ourselves to be categorized and, like, like, 
we're willingly dividing ourselves every time that we're going and categorizing ourselves. Like, it's like, I'm black, you're white. Boom, categorization. Now we have a reason to divide between us that, like, doesn't need to be there, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Or, like, I'm a Republican, you're a liberal. It's like, but if you got us together and, like, had a peaceful, calm conversation, we'd probably agree on 90% of 90%. the things out there. So, yeah. like, what if we could get past all that and have like a conversation about that other 10% like, and stop arguing about the 90% we agree on because you just willingly divided and you're so focused on what color they're wearing as to like maybe what they believe in or what they stand for, what they've worked for that like, you know, you should also take into account. So like, I think we need to stop forming teams so quickly for a lot of different things, not just politics. Yeah. I think people always stare like, you know, it's going it's categorization stereotypes or whatever it may be. You have to look at people as individuals and they may not fit a certain category. People categorize them because they're trying to figure out that person or that company. Like they do that because they want to put them in a box. Like everybody wants to put people into a box so that they can understand it's because it makes person. you feel, makes you feel more comfortable to it, understand people. It ma- yeah, it makes you feel like you can understand them better, and that's good in a way. So, like you know, you look like like there is a lot of purpose to that, but like it can't be the end all, be all, and you can't make decisions or or arguments with people based on just those categorizations, right? Mm. You have to definitely like if you're gonna attack somebody because of it, you have to go. You have to learn more about that person on an individual basis. So, like, stereotypes or categorizations, like, happen with businesses. Like, you group home, you know, new construction renovations, right? Clients, like, everyone groups things into boxes, and that's human nature. But what you're saying, and I I agree, you know, to an extent. It's like like when you go to an Eagles-Cowboys game. Yeah. It's like it's just a game, but you got dudes th- getting in fights well, over each other and ruining their yeah. the whole life so it's, it's, it's like well, for over what so yeah i mean so when you're out there talking to people let's let's learn how to talk again on an individual basis and really learn people's perspectives and i think a lot let's more start pro- with a lot a lot a lot more productive <laughs> conversations can happen and i think politics needs to start from the ground up rather than like the top down like yeah, like, let's stop waving these flags. Let's stop posturing. Let's, you know, be approachable. Like, stop trying to eliminate the other side's yeah. point of view. Because this whole con- this whole country was founded on, like, the idea that multiple points of view could persist in an organized society, right? So the idea that, like, we are all actively trying to eliminate the other side or cancel these Republicans or... You know, this liberals, this or like, well, I mean, to be honest with you, I think the Republicans are the only people getting canceled right now. Well, they're getting but canceled because now today, because but down the because road it goes back to your down the road. It could be different, yeah. but it goes back to who controls the big companies that are very political now. And that's the danger. So if you have those companies running the country that yeah. are very political and they can just shut down. Just silence the whole silence point of view that makes this diversity and everything possible and makes us and, like. And, and in reality, if you think about it, like we were talking. The best country on earth. It makes them more money as big corporations because if they just divide and cancel and people stay home and everyone's scared mm. and you got this pandemic, basically you're going to wake up. 
the middle class is going to be gone. And you're going to have these big corporations that have sided politically where they're at. It's going to be really hard for those corporations to reverse that back to neutrality. And that's the fear. Is like, can we get these big corporations back to neutral? Whether they go left or right, whatever their political view, and how do we get them back to neutral without it being like... We stop praising it. Yeah. We stop... We stopped but, but they like got so much. Thing. They got so much control. They got so much control doing what they did. Look at what they've done on the censoring aspect and the canceling, and like limiting someone's voice. Right? They. I don't know. Like if someone gets that power, they're giving it up. Like the the Twitter guy Jack, Jack Dorsey. Like he's not going to want to give up the fact that he is either the most loved. Or the most hated man on the planet, based on how you look at it. And I don't know if he wants to give that. That that's the scary part of how we've allowed these corporations to become political. Like, how do we go back? And that's yeah. That's I don't tough. know. I guess it's another podcast. Yeah, we got two podcasts out of that. We got how do we go back, and the evaporation of the middle class. Yeah. And so Jack Dorsey, because I actually don't think we Jack should Dorsey's, definitely do that. We should definitely do that. Those two podcasts. So if you're listening to this, whiteboard, be sure to tune in to the next Thursday thick. We might even put it out this week while it's like a topic, but or we might even start a new podcast about it, right? Just to like try to separate those thoughts and stuff. We have been talking about doing maybe like we think we want to. We think we want to do a political podcast. Where I'm the referee, we have John as like right middle, and then we have a left middle individual that we haven't told them about them. So like we can kind of do like a I'm the referee. I'm gonna try and <laughs> set up topics well, and conversations. I'm gonna set. Up, I'm gonna try and bring you guys. Is what I'm thinking. This is totally rough off the off the cuff. I'm gonna try and bring you guys ideas or conversations, and then kind of just be like. What do you think and what do you think and then kind of see where the conflict is and then see if there is even every come. We might not even have a show yeah, I don't because know. the problem I, is I, like, I, I, yeah. what do you think? I, I disagree with like you, the referee, because you, you also have a lot of good points. You also have a lot of like rightism points as well, like conservative points. So let's not like play like, oh, I'm in the middle. Like what I think. What do you think I was faking it right now? No, I, no, what I'm saying is like. Are you going to do the preparation no, put questions well, together and all that what stuff? What I was saying is. What I want to say is we – I don't – and I, I know you don't. Like, we don't want people to think that we're coming at certain perspectives from one side. Like, there are so many things in productive conversations about politics that don't have to be left or right. They yeah, but you, can, like, you have to sense. teach people how to have those conversations again. So you have to start with, like, an organized conflict and then be like – these are, this is how you feel about this. So first, this is how I feel about this. And then it's like, okay, why do you feel about this? And then you kind of be like, well, these are either my experiences. These are either the facts I know, or this is what I heard or like things like that. And then, well, this person can be like, oh, well, this is what I heard and the same thing. And then someone in the center can be like, well, this is what the internet says for us or this is what so we have to find somebody in the center to have on the podcast yeah i mean i guess like i'll take the side of the left and gilmar can take this what i'm saying like i don't think it has to be a left right center thing i think it's just a conversation between three dudes 
Because, like, we may not always fall on the one side. You know what I mean? Like, we're very dynamic. Yeah, but I don't care what you have to say. We're trying to we're trying to have like a you like you you in order for you to have an effective conversation for this to move forward, you need to be able to completely take the opposite side on something and understand why. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-mm. Like you've never had to do that before in play school de- to play devil's advocate. No, have like a professional debate where you had like I've had to debate yeah, like in class yeah. on topics that like I absolutely disagreed with and win. Oh, so we're doing like a debate show. Well, not like our debate show. Yeah. But like teach you how to have a conversation. Be like, well, this is like what I think. And then you can be like, all right, this is how I listen. Mm. And then this is like, oh, oh, because like what if something happens on the show where like you hear something and you actually like, oh, oh, well, I didn't know that. And then you have a change of opinion in front of like an audience of people. People are like, oh, well, Jonathan just like was just like, oh, I didn't know that. And then you were just demonstrated that it's okay to say, oh, I didn't know that. And then change your opinion on a public platform. Mm. Because a lot of times, like, we get stuck up in these, these like, whirlwinds of, like, <laughs> Kumo is, like, the perfect example where, like, shut business down, shut business down, shut business down. And then all of a sudden, it's, like, way, way, way down the rabbit hole. It's, like, oh, well, we need to open back up or we're not going to have any businesses. It's, like, we've all been saying that to you for months now. Like, what made you change your thought process? Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, in that situation, it was probably some sort of scenario we don't, you know, understand. Understand, yeah. Maybe, no, I think maybe some, a lot of multiple picked, facts. I think if we picked really good topics, like, so, like, my idea was, like, I would come with, like, not like the fucking shitty ones, like abortion and things like that, but, like, come with, that. like, come with, like, situations, right? That, were either divisive or maybe like we could approve upon and like say like it doesn't always have to be like a a, like a like a debate kind of thing it kind of be like hey look like defund the police for instance like you know the person on one side says like hey this is what i think it looks like this is what i think the future of policing looks like and then like you on one side can be like well you know that doesn't really work for these reasons. This is what I think policing looks like. And then like at the end of the conversation, you might have a good conversation and being like, okay, well it sounds like we need to like, you know, have this person or this person. And then after having shows like that, like five shows like that, then you could have like, you know, somebody else from outside the show on the show. That's like completely different or completely aligned with you. But like you've, demonstrated that like you've been able to have a conversation and like hold your bias back Mm -hmm. because like the goal isn't to like show you as like the conservative you are the goal is to show you as like an american citizen that has values that are different than the person you're sitting across from yeah i mean like we're not going to label we're not going to try and label but like i guess that you got to have somebody that kind of takes that like that one or the other side in order to have that like today's today's style conversation it's like because like when you have conversations with people today they just either like it either gets hostile and then like it's like well we brought name calling into this like i was just giving you an article like genuinely but it's like you send it through a message so it doesn't Mm. come off right that's just a thought it also seems like a lot of work to like put together all that stuff and things like that well and i don't necessarily know that putting together a whole other podcast just for like talking is like we could probably just do that on this show 
and just like have like yeah, I think Freedom we, Fridays and I, I think we do know. a whole nother podcast just on talking. Yeah, I mean we do have a podcast, dude. Yeah, yeah, not the, yet. The, 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 to be to be stupid. What are we gonna call the podcast? Dude? The ideas are are endless with the new yeah, studio. Yeah, so you just like sat down. You kind of just sat down to a Jonathan and Andrew brainstorm like, a mini powwow. That's usually how they go. They they go up and they go down and then they get aggressive and then they go down. They go down and then they go idea and then next thing you know we like run to Wawa and come back and run a bigger office. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think I think the idea for the new show, like we had talked about, is is you you have you talk about very you talk about very relevant things that are in the media and the news, but you do them in a way that is not politically affiliated for either side. You just talk about what are like the threats to the country and like what are the like the positives of this like reform like what could happen so like like take take on what you say but i kind of maybe dis- maybe i maybe definitely disagree with like the structure you're looking maybe at maybe doing news show so we had but with like, a little bit of commentary but, but like our news facts are gonna be very like 75 percent or like less right it would be an 80 percent news show. 80 percent news show but like if we talked about defund the police like we all have different ideas but we need to like like you said i agree with the non-biasness right i just don't want to i'm just like exhausted by like because I see such stupidity on both sides. Yeah. And I, I just want to win. And this country just wants to win. Yeah. So, like, we need to stop it's doing this. It's almost like we're like, starting a new idea slash movement. Winners win. Of winners win. And it's just like, let's look at this situation not politically affiliated. Let's look at it as humans and as people that are in this country. And what do we think is the best? And I think there's going to be differing views depending on what we talk about. Because we definitely have all different perspectives and we definitely have our our base ideas. But to be able to have that conversation as like a collective and intel in like an intelligent way, I think it's good. Like and I or eighty percent intelligent. Eighty percent eighty percent intelligent, eighty percent news. Twenty percent stupid. All the time. So like <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So like we could call you know, you got fucking eighty percent going. The eighty so percenters. If you agree with this idea, don't send us any messages. Yeah, perfect. If you disagree with this idea, don't send us any messages. Yeah, don't send us any messages. I was <laughs> going to be like, well, send us a message if you've got like a legitimate no, but good idea. But I was going to say, but. Did yeah. you just whisper, get fucked? <laughs> <laughs> you said it, not me. See how I just tricked you into that? No, you can't trick me. Speaking to the mic. So, I mean, I there's like a that. lot of good things on the horizon. Yeah. Podcast studio. A podcast studio, and we might do an 80% news show, if which is better than the news you get on CNN and everything like that, because that's like 40% news yeah, this might at be, best. You're right. That might so be less than 40%. That, dude, that might be the whole the whole thing of our show. Maybe this is comedy news, but it's like we do like a, we get dressed up, but like wear, we wear short shorts, but like suit jackets. So it's like we're serious, but not, you know? And be like eighty percent news, which is better than the regular news. It is better, which is forty percent news, yeah. and then just like us, like being like thumbs Remember up. Eighty percent news and twenty percent commentary, not ten percent news and ninety percent commentary. Yeah, I just like think Michael Smirkanish will come on our show. I don't know who that is. We're gonna ask him. I'm gonna ask that guy. He's got a cool name. Does he paint? He paint cabinets. Probably paints. No, he's a painter. Mm. But yeah, so. I don't even know. We've completely lost control of this show. So I guess it would be foolish to think that we could run a debate show 
because I lost control of this show. It was supposed to end 15 minutes ago. But we had a lot of really good ideas come out. Yeah. So thanks for sticking with us. Remember, subscribe to our Instagrams. Yeah. Audax Homes and Revival Built. Yeah. So it's also at Revival Built and at Audax Homes. And also subscribe to our YouTube channel, Audax slash Revival. Audax slash Revival. I think that's how you search it. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to search us on YouTube, it's youtube.com slash Audax Revival. Um, this show was brought to you by After Five Media. If you want to follow us on Instagram, it's at After Five Life. Jonathan is at Audax Homes. It's A U D A X. I'm at Revival Built. This was the After Five Podcast. Thanks for hanging out. Hold the phone. We've got a problem. <laughs> There's a young lady out of Melbourne with YouTube.com slash after five as her tag. She has 137 subscribers. It looks like she's into Zoom University and some stuff. We need to get in touch with this young lady and get this tag from her. So enjoy this show. After five is a is a five dude. It's a numerical six. It's a yeah. The fuck is that? The f- it's the, a six. That's a six. The so one is supposed five. to be before the five. You fucking. No, re- she's after five. It's an I after five. I after five. If you're still listening, (laughs) text me, and I'll give you a gift card to Starbucks for $20. At Revival Built, send me a DM, $20 gift card, if you're still listening. Expires, offer expires January 31st, 2021. So if you're listening and it's 2022, get fucked.